This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. No, so that steak covered in peas. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, Barnsley FC's longest running podcast. Proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fans Network, it's called these days. Um, two foreigners today. Oh, yes, all the way from the Pennines, where he normally resides. It's Reds Report, Ian. Can you hear us over there, Ian? Good evening. Coming in, Barnsley, we have. <laughs> um... Bansley, nil point, nil point. <laughs> and all the way uh, near the idyllic village stroke town of Leek, it's Steve, who's sponsored by the Gorbatap. Good evening, Steve. Have you got broadband? Can you hear us? Uh, yeah, it's gas-powered, I think. But <laughs> we're definitely, we're on. There might, be a, there might be a slight delay, satellite delay, but no, we're in, we're on. Okay. Do you know how the match against Portsmouth finished? Because we're going to talk about it later. Or how they're still playing where you are. <laughs> well, it's not Tuesday yet, is it? <laughs> Boys, um, two performances, two matches to look back on. Uh, let's start there. First of all, we, we talked about Burton last week. Away at Burton is always a bit tricky. But a side that was low on confidence, um, <clears throat> you know, rooted near the bottom. Uh, two draws is all they managed. 2-0 performance, Ian, let's, let's start with you. A 2-0 performance, halfway in the first half, halfway in the second half. That man we've come to rely on for the goal so far this season, Devante Cole. Um, there's not much you could say about the performance, really, other than just professional. No no, yeah. no goals conceded, two goals scored, and with confidence you go to the next one, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a team that came probably, uh, we knew they were low on goals, um, they're always a tougher opposition at their own place. It was just about 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 getting the job done, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I um, I still chuckle now that when <laughs> when when Cole got the ball for his first goal and he's just being chased by yellow shirts and the lad went, "What's he going to do now?" Next minute, <laughs> bing, right to the top one and I went, "That's what he's going to do now." <laughs> And and I suppose Steve, when you know when we when we started the season and and everybody with all the changes and everything says it's going to be really hard to you know to to, to get anywhere near to what we achieved last season, to have somebody like Devante Cole in the form that he's in, that's helped enormously, isn't it? I if you look at the table, you look decent, but I think if you take Cole's goals away, actually, 
you know, it, it'd be a slightly different story. Just sum up what's different for the Vanticol this season and, and how much we're coming to rely on him. Well, at the minute, whatever whatever he touches um, goes in back at net, doesn't it? Uh, I think difference at the minute is is getting some decent service from both wings. Um, both Cotter and Cadden are getting forward uh, and putting decent balls in, or they did anyway on Saturday. Um, and he's, you know, he looks full of confidence, which is fantastic. And ten million to Middlesbrough in January. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we laugh, we laugh, <laughs> but it doesn't happen. <laughs> well, we we laugh because we know something will happen, won't we? Um, I saw an article today that some of the teams are already watching. And I mean, when you score seven in seven, you're going to be noticed, aren't you? You, yeah. You're going to be noticed, yeah. and you know the longer we can hold them, the better. I mean, if Burton was our entree, because I know Steve had a pub meal tonight. I don't know how many courses you had, but if that was the entree, just the just the one, uh, oh. lovely bit of sirloin, because it was steak night. So we've been for steak night, and it was very nice with some uh, some chips, uh, homemade chips, and mushrooms, onions, and a side order of onion rings, because oh, it would be rude not to, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> Do they fancy sponsoring a podcast? Maybe you know. I'm just saying, league down or not? Hey, now then, I could move down. We just me and our lasses have just been saying we could move down here quite easily. Quite there's a house actually for sale at Endit Street, isn't there, love? <laughs> oh, she's just <laughs> having a look now how much it is. I, I don't need to remind you that well, you're moving in a month or so because you've already bought a house. But you know, we'll talk about we'll talk about things that. Change. Things change, <laughs> like in football, things change. Don't worry about. Well, you, you say things change, and things did change. Because Tuesday night, polar opposites. Burton, low on confidence, you know, couldn't get a win for Toffee. Mm. Pompey, you know, unbeaten for about 18 matches. Granted, a lot of those were draws, but it's still a team that seemed hard to break down. Um, I mean, there'll be, there'll be many ways of describing that. Men against boys in the first half is, I think, one of the things that it reminded me of. Total chaos, uh, I've seen mm. on, on Twitter as well. Just how, try. How much swearing do you want me to do for, for that first half on you, Tuesday you night? You might as well start, Steve. I mean, how, how if 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 wow. you've ever seen a team start coming out of the starting blocks at a hundred miles an hour and overpowering, outnumbering, outplaying everything they could do to us, they did. I mean, shambolic. Can we call it that? That first half performance. Where where where? where how are you going to even describe it? Um, I think when Roberts came out and took ball off that guy's feet, whether it were a penalty, whether it weren't, um, Portsmouth had started with confidence. The, the setup, their manager had set them up absolutely spot on. Um, we look like kids. Uh, I mean, you, you can sing, you can't single out one player that was better than anybody else because they were all shocking. Um, it's easier to pick out what mistakes they actually made. Um, but for myself, the main problem for me that first half was our midfield or the lack of our midfield because they left back three lads far too open, hung them out to dry for me. Um, I mean, we've said that Sometimes strikers don't get the, the service that they need from our midfield at times. And I think on, on Tuesday night, they were just absolutely, absolutely no way. I know I go on about Phillips. I, I, I just don't rate him as a player at all. I've had a, 
conversation with a guy on Twitter this week who uh, said a few things. And you know what? You're wrong, mate. Sorry, Cook. You pick out you pick out a game where Phillips has had a good game, and I'm not on about you know two minutes in first half and three minutes in second half. Waster and abs- Waster a shirt, absolute Waster a shirt. I think Russell <clears throat> has been playing really well and looked to be to be kicking on. But that first half performance is going to have dented his confidence because he were he, he was he, he was shown to be the player that he is, as in he is really slow, unbelievably so. Um, and Kane still is not doing it. Money we paid for him is still not coming up with what I want to see from a million pound plus midfielder that's supposed to be able to do everything. And at minute, he's either playing it sideways or playing it backwards. Um, so for me, that that's that was the main letdown on on for that first half on Tuesday. But it, they were all poor. They were all poor. Cadden got caught up field two or three times. Didn't come back. Didn't track back. Cotter had a decent-ish game, um, but again got caught up front too many times. Defensive-wise, it were like watching. It were like watching kids. It were like watching us defending Carlo when we used to play. I dare say we were better at times. We'll discuss that later. Um, Ian, it's it's fair to say that the, the highlight of the first half was probably a faulty sprinkler in front of the East End, um, and that says a lot about our performance in the first half. Um, we, we talked about nobody was really outstanding. Um, everybody was almost as bad as each other, you know. But we, we talk about that midfield again, don't we? Um, going into the, the, the break, you're 3-0 down. What were your thoughts? Because you do, don't you? You're a fan, but you're a bit of a pundit. You say, I take him off, I put him in. We talked about Phillips. I mean, Phillips last season, we probably remember him because he always scores from outside the area. He had a sweet foot and, and he'd get goals when we were maybe struggling. We're not seeing that or we're not seeing that yet. What is the problem with the midfield? Is it that everybody goes forward and we're leaving the defence bare naked, so to say? Because then you would presume normally that Russell would sit back and, and, and you know, form some part of protection. Where where did it go wrong? Because, or was it just Pompey were too good? What? How did you see it? Um, you've got to give praise to the opposition as well. I mean, I mean, we could have gone top with the win, but they've gone top. Um, we always knew it was going to be the acid test, didn't we? You know, Burton and Cheltenham, um, no disrespect, but they weren't the challenge. Um they were beatable and we, and we and we did professional jobs on them but Portsmouth was always going to be the acid test I think I think it's a bit of everything like what Steve said um yes we can look at missing Luke O'Connell but it's not solely solely that you, the rest of the midfield he would normally kind of sit back and be like that quarterback role when he where he'd just sit back and, and protect the back three and then dictate stuff but you can't put it down to just that the other midfielders take Connell out of the the, the, the equation they're nowhere near the standards that they were last season. Kane is slow. Like Steve says, he goes sideways or backwards. or He hasn't got that killer pass. He hasn't got any pace. Russell, yes, we've been praising him. He'd been getting better and better each game, but he turns like a ship. He, he dawdles on the ball. And when you've got a fast midfield and a quick, nippy team like Portsmouth were, the ball's up. You look at some of them. Um, was it the, I can't remember which goal it was, no, was it the second one where they literally flipped it over our back three and they were through? Um, and anybody looking at us at the minute, Cadden, 
I think he's a great player going forward. He's got a cracking left foot on him. But he, he did this last season. He gets caught upfield too much. And I think if you're going to beat us, you can go right through the middle of us like a knife through butter because there's nobody there to put a tackle in. There's nobody there to protect the back uh, three. It's like the gates are wide open. The floodgates for the back three are just left on their own. Can you remember anybody actually winning a header? Because well, that was some that was something that I, I you know I'm, you're watching game and I was watching game and we we quite a few long balls and eyeballs but I can't remember us winning header at well, all I, midfield I was, never I was going to discuss that because I actually thought that Portsmouth were far better in what Steve refers to as the dark arts a little shove before you know before jumping for the ball a little tug of the shirt. I thought that they looked like seasoned professionals and we were all a bit starstruck and tried to play it nice. I don't think the referee helped. And and I think when, when Cotter, and I'm not going to say, but when Cotter was sort of brought down here, it's back to him. There's a linesman. He didn't do anything. So that's besides the point. But I thought Portsmouth were just better in that physical side of the game as well. Yeah. I think they were. I've said, I've said for a long time, really, even like when Ishmael was here as well, I think we're too honest. I think we're too honest as, as a team. We but them dark arts that we discussed. Probably Norwood was the best one. Nobody else. We we, we don't seem to. You, even when we were in the championship, um, and and you come up against teams like Cardiff's and the Millwalls, big physical teams who know how to get 60, 70 points in a season in the championship. They know how to go away from home and manipulate the referee and win the free kicks and slow the game down and get. We're just. We've always been too naive. And when we try that, we always get caught out. And I just think we've nobody there who can... Norwood was the classic. He he would be the one who would back into a defender and win a free kick when it probably wasn't really a foul and we'd gain some uh, yardage. We're, we're too honest. We don't... But teams like Portsmouth can come um, and just know how to dictate the play um, and, and win those... You know, win those headers, win those free kicks you know, win those decisions. And I just don't think we have players who can have that dark arts in them. Yeah. Is that an age thing, though, Ian, do you think? Possibly. Yeah, we've well, got a lot of younger experience. people. I, mean, I know we've got a couple. But then you look at, like you say, you look at likes of Kane and Phillips who have been around Kane block. Should, Kane should be doing there's nothing. Be, you you get nothing out of him. That feels, I mean, feels, feels an opposition breathe on his back and he goes down. I know we don't like it as fans, but you know what I mean? When you're under a bit yeah. of pressure, the referee falls for it. Happens against us all the but time. If you saw that Phillips came across first half and it were a very similar challenge to what he got sent off for uh, yeah. at Wembley. Because if he'd have made contact with that Portsmouth player, he'd have walked. Yeah. He, he slid for about five yards. At, at touchline, near touchline, because I watched him come across and you could see what he was going to do. But yeah. the thing is, he'd have had to set off on Monday afternoon to get there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, you can see yeah. what he's doing. And and, uh, and that, to me, it, does that come from manager or is that just, like you say, naivety in player? Yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about that, because um, it's painful, isn't it? You're on a good run. Was it four two nils in a row? You know, clean sheets, scoring goals. I think I said two nil for Saturday against Burton, didn't I? Just thought I'd throw that one in there. Might have to yeah. listen back to it last. Time. I'm sure I said two nil. Anyway, listen back again and pump our figures up like you normally do. I'm pumping um, nothing. You calm yourself. I, I, I was also worried. Might sound a big word, but if any, if at any time there was a lack of leadership, and there's nothing against Jordan Williams. 
when you're 3-0 down and you're at home on a Tuesday night, you need a leader on the pitch. Mm. And and I, I, I don't know. I, I Looking at the players, I don't know who I would have chosen, but it, it, there wasn't any. I think we've been, we've been saying we haven't got a leader. We haven't got a leader. Connell, can possibly throw oranges at half time and he can change it. He can bring people on, and that obviously made a difference. But this lack of leadership, and and I'm not one for saying he's, he's got it wrong. Jordan Williams is probably the well, he is the longest serving member of the club footballer, you know. He's, he's, he's but that shouldn't make it that shouldn't make it an automatic just because he's been there longest, don't oh, mean say, that he but, should get it, is it? But, no, but I think is that the reason he got it because. He's never been the most vocal no. sort of person. So that would mean. Well, they go in um, and obviously changes. I think it's fair to say, well, my personal opinion was, I thought when um, when Styles came on, we, we were a bit more mobile in midfield. Somebody who had a bit of flair was, you know, trying different things when they take players on. And I thought with Cosgrove, I think, I think we got on their backs a little bit more. I thought the the, the, the press, I mean, as a striker coming on with 3-0 down, you've got total freedom, haven't you? But I thought him and Cole worked really well in trying to, you know, press them from the back. Your opinions on, on, on the changes and, and did you think it worked? Obviously, style scored, but Ian, you go first. What do you think of the changes? Was that what you were wanting? Did you want more? What? Yeah, I, I think generally, the, 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 obviously, it couldn't get any worse and it had to get better, but... Um, three nil. You're thinking this could be five or six. Mm. I think it was the same night that Reading put nine past Exeter, and, and Wigan scored seven against Leicester under twenty one. So you're thinking, crikey, this could be like a cricket score here. Um, but there was a positive reaction, and I would like to think that those players who came off the bench uh, in the second half will be starting on Saturday. I'd like to see a real. We, we talked about it last week. There are um, this competition for places. And I think after what happened on uh, on Tuesday night, some of them players who started should be on the bench. And I think give give those like Colgrove, Dodgson, um, Styles, okay. you know, the, these people, these players, a chance and go right. There's a shirt, and um, you know, make sure it's yours again. Keep, you know, I think they should be. I'd like to see it mix it mixing up. O'Keefe, bring O'Keefe in. I've always liked him. Uh, not nothing again. I like Cotter, but I think O'Keefe is just a bit more all rounder, bit well rounded. Um, so it did work. We got within a sniff of getting a point, didn't we? Mm, yeah. Um, Steve, we, we we talked about strength in depth. Obviously, like Ian says, these players come on when you're three 0 down. I think you can put, you can play with a bit of freedom because you might as well try and get a goal rather than conceding another one. Um, did anybody stand out and who would you start with up front? Because I think for, for, from strikers, you know, we, we've talked about the, the the choice that we've had. Minus one, now somebody's joined, uh, you know, York, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But you've seen some of the strikers now. Watters has come on again. Cole is scoring goals. McAtee got a goal on his debut. Uh, Cosgrove came on. What do you think? Who do you think we should start with? And, 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 and what do these, you know... Like Costco, what do they bring that the others maybe don't? Well, Cole, Cole's going to be your first one on the team sheet because he deserves to be. Yeah. Because he's, I think he's, he's, it's that being in the right place at the right time. And for some reason at the minute, he's the person that's in the right place at the right time. Um, I think Cosgrove showed some nice touches when he did come on. Big lad, he were holding it up and he were, he'd got some endeavour about him. So that would be my front two for Saturday. 
Um, I was disappointed he took McAtee off because I thought McAtee put himself about. And he- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. He's got real pace, real pace. Um, Styles coming on, definitely. Uh, definitely for, for Saturday for me, Styles. Um, but then I would drop either, I would drop either Phillips or Kane for Styles. Uh, we are we are a second thought, same as McAtee. I'd like to see him play McAtee um, behind that front two with his pace. He could play in midfield along, alongside Styles, um, And then you've just got your old in midfielder. Connell's not fit because he would play, you'd think, in that role. Um, I would have thought he'll stick, with, he'll stick with Russell because, all right, you know, he's been picking up and getting better, getting better. He's had a bad half. They all have it. So I think he would be my old in midfielder. Um, I know I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but I do like look at Theo Chapman. Um, not necessarily a holding midfielder, but at least when he came on uh, against Grimsby, he showed some endeavour, he showed some passion. Um, he's definitely got some skill. So I think your likes of Phillips and Kane are dropping down order, whether you like it or not, or whether people agree with me or not. I think there's midfielders there. I mean, you've got Benson. We haven't spoke about Benson. Um, you know, we've got midfielders there that we know can do a job. And if I if I were Phillips or I were Kane, I'd be thinking, maybe that's why Kane's thinking, you know, maybe I should move on, maybe I should get another club. Because they are getting pushed down and they're getting, I think the thing is now they're getting found out. For me, Phillips has got found out. He's, he's not a 90-minute player. And it, it, it brings, but for me, it brings no, brings nothing. Because you watched him jump. Like I said, there were nobody one header in midfield. You know, it, what is he? Five ten, five eleven, six foot. When he jumps, he's about four foot three. We've said this but, all season, didn't we? Even Michael, yeah. even Michael Duff came out and said we want more from him in a ninety-minute game. It's no you good. It, it gives you, it, it, you know, some people say, oh, he does all this good work off ball. You know. <sighs> Ricky Stevens, physio, does good work off ball. You know what I mean? And she's sat on bench. It's rubbish. Absolute rubbish. He might turn up for five or ten minutes a game, but last few games, he's not even been there. What has he brought? It's interesting. Benson wasn't even on the bench, was he, on Tuesday night? No, that were were an interesting one. Yeah, but... uh... No, I'd, I'd like to see a bit of a shake-up in, in a number of positions. Like I say, there's only really Roberts and the back three and then Cole... The rest of them, oh, you could, yeah, per many one. I mean, you, I think your fullbacks, like you said, I think that Dodgson deserves a start because mm-hmm. he does look, he looks a, a good, he's good going forward, same as Cadden, but he can defend. Yeah, um, Cotter, 
I like Cotter myself, he's quick going for it. Sometimes his decision making, you know, he takes them on and then you think, right, knock it in box, and then he'll take him on again. Yeah. And then you think, knock it in box, and then he'll take him on again. And you think, <laughs> for Christ's sake, put the bloody thing in box. And then he but loses it. <laughs> the thing is, his finish, that finish was a really, really good finish. Took his time, picked his spot, slid it under keeper. Uh, really good. So that's that's probably the only dubious one. Do you put O'Keefe in? Or do you leave Cotter for another game and see how he, he comes round? But they've got they've just got to keep going. They've got to keep fighting. It was a shocking first half. Second half weren't much better, but we got back into it and we frightened them. No two ways about that. Yeah. Um, but we've got to get back to winning ways on Saturday. It's all about the reaction, isn't it? I think it's, we're all about the base. Isn't it all about the base? Yeah. But it's funny to think that the first game of the season, you win 7-0, announced promotion. Paul Vale in third. You know, they've, they've, they've learned from... You know, and the first game of the season is, you know, I know it's an awkward one, but, you know, they've kicked on, haven't they? You know, yeah. they've, they've, they've won five. We're still one behind. One person not in the running then, Ian, uh, to make it to the bench or, you know, when appearance in the last 10, 15 minutes is Aidan Marsh, who's gone on loan today. Um, it's all about opinions. Um, and, and sometimes we all differ. I just think with the strikers that are there, there's too many ahead of him. So you might as well have him playing football initially on a month's loan because at least, he gets to play. How do you see that, Loma? Because he's had a few. Surely it's good for the lad, because if he's not gone into running for the first team, then he might as well go out rather than playing with the under-23s, isn't he? He might as well play man's football and, and, and go to York and show what he can do. Yeah, I think we, we said before the transfer window ended, we, we wanted to see him involved in the first-team squad, and he was on the bench, didn't he? And he come off and assisted at Wigan and um, played in that Grimsby game, did he? Um but now, after that transfer window, we've got an abundance of strikers. Two are already out on loan. We've got that many. He's never going to get even on the bench, so I think it is the right move. And York, from what I've heard, have been playing some decent stuff. Um, so I think he, he, he'd probably slot in there. And it's all about getting minutes, all about the base as well, but it's all about getting minutes as well. <laughs> so I think I think it's a good move. It is a good move. As long as they play him, yeah, Absolutely. Um, good because we we just we just inundated with strikers, aren't we? So it's not his fault because he's done really well when he's played. I can't fault the lad. Yeah. He's done really well when he's come on and, and when, when we've asked him, he's he's delivered. Um, I mean, I had the day from hell at work, but in my break, I'm pretty sure did another striker went on loan as well today. Seeker's gone to he's gone yeah. to Israel or something like that. Well, he's he some well, well known football club that I've never heard of before in my life. Let's hope he stops over there, that's all I can say. Maybe he'll get kidnapped by ISIS or something like that, and then we don't have to get him back. Oh, remind me to put not suitable for children when I upload this late. And we wish him well. We wish him well. We don't wish him well at no. all. Shocking no, so if he plays, if he plays well, he'll stay there. If it doesn't work out, it comes back. He's like a boomerang. He just keeps coming back every time we throw him out the club. He keeps coming with. The thing back. is, we're still playing. What's he on? What's he going to be on? Because I bet he's, on, I bet he's on he it was, top earners. When, when eight, ten were, grand a week. Yeah. I think it was more when they were. And we're still in. paying it. Still paying yeah. it. Yeah. And, and not playing, um, Steve. You said it earlier. It's all about it's all about the reaction, isn't it? Northampton. You look at the table. You know, um, you know, we we're top ten. What is Collins going to say to him? Do we have to do a Portsmouth on them, or do we stick to the plan? And you know, we no, have I... a bit of a wobble, or because you don't want to change formation, you don't want to change too much personnel because he seemed to have a settled eleven to start with. So. Is it just, is it mind, is it is it being mentally ready 
for that 100 miles an hour storm that might come at you. What, what does Colin say to his to, to the lads as they take to the pitch at 5-3 to three on Saturday? I think you're right what you say with that. Uh, Portsmouth came out at blocks. Ideally, how we'd like Barsley to start. And, you know, we were like rabbits in headlight. We, we just fell apart. And that's, um, to me, partly Collins's fault. Um, and partly Williams' fault because when you when you go on nil down, you want your manager, you want your captain to get your players back up after you know so short a time. What you don't want is to go two 0 down after whatever it were eight ten minutes, because uh, that's when wheels really fall off. Um, but it's a blip for me. It's just a blip. Let's not you know we're not we're not panicking or out just yet. I think against Northampton, you know we should, let's face it, we should be. I don't know what that were, but it's dead. Um, I think it were a mosquito. I wonder I got bit other night. They have mosquitoes in league. What's that all about? Um, sorry about that. Um, I was doing me David Bellamy then, weren't I? Uh, I he just looks think... a bit like David Bellamy, to be fair. But no, that's no he's, got, he's, got more, he's got a better beard than me. Um, I, I think it, it was a blip. I think he'll pick them up. I think it's an ideal opportunity, like Ian says, to just check things up a li little bit because same as oh you're going to get some players who are quite quite happy because they think they're going to keep that place but if you've got players like you know take your pick Cadden, Cotter, Phillips, Kane who think they're comfortable in a position then all of a sudden oh I'm not playing on Saturday or I'm in, on bench on Saturday maybe that's that kick up backside that they need and they do need it now and again I think Collins comes across as the type of manager who wouldn't have held back at half time on Tuesday. I think he will have uh, definitely told them what he thought. But it's it's that it's that camaraderie in it. It's that morale. You've got to keep it up, keep it going. Yeah, I would like to see a couple of changes on Saturday. I don't think he'll make wholesale changes. I really don't because he's not, he doesn't strike me as that sort of bloke. But Northampton, you know, let's let's be honest. We should be going down there and, and getting and getting three points for me. It's difficult, isn't it, Ian? Because you know when you like when you have kids and they do something wrong, you learn them. No, you don't do it like this. You do it like that, and you let them try again. Now, uh, if he put them under stairs. Put them under <laughs> stairs for a week. That's what you do, Ian. Bread and water. Safeguarding. Safeguarding. So when you have eleven players and, and they had a really, really bad match, do you do you give them the opportunity to prove that they've learned from that? Or do you say, actually, I'm going to, you know, it, 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 it's a choice he has to make, isn't it? Because yes. you can say, no, that's it. You, you were shocking. You're not playing, you, you know, you're on the bench. Or do you say, no, actually, you're going to go out there again. You're going to face the fans and you're going to show that you're better than what you were. What school are you in? Um, well, this is what he's getting paid the money for, isn't it? This is, this is yeah. where he earns his calm. I think... <sighs> You could do either. I suppose you'd see what the reaction's like in training first. Um, you know, if those lads who are on the bench are doing brilliant in training, you know, you've got the carrot and the stick kind of stuff, haven't you? You know, some players will, will need the rocket and some players will need an arm around them and say, you know, prove, prove it again in 90 minutes against Northampton. Um, <clears throat> like Steve said, I think there'll be a couple of changes. Um Pulling not wholesale, but it's it's difficult, isn't it? it maybe he had his rant at half time, 
and he's got it out the system and now it'll be like right let's work on Northampton forget about Portsmouth clean slate back at it again so maybe he had his rant um, in the uh, dressing room at half time and you, you've spoken haven't you to the Northampton uh, what, what can we expect from Northampton because league position especially still quite early in the season is not always you know an indicator of how good a team are or the threats that they have so what, what can we expect from Northampton I think they'll have a goal. We're, we're coming into town. We'll be one of the bigger teams in the division for them. Uh, be a big game for them. Uh, we've not played each other for donkey's years. So, um, you know, I think they'll be up for it. They'll see that result and think they might get something out of it. I think realistically, they'd, they'd be quite happy. With the, the best they're probably thinking is a, is a point, to be honest, because they see us and see our squad and compared to them, they're expecting a tough afternoon, really. But um, you just never know, do you? It depends how we react. But I think it's one of them that, a bit like when we went to Cheltenham, on paper it looked an away win, but you've just got to be professional because um, in this league you could go and trip up anywhere. And, and I think the last thing we need is is to be dropping points at Northampton. Um, so I think it'll be a tough game, but I think it's certainly a winnable game for us. I think it's interesting what you said there, Carlo, about do you give these people a chance to sort of redeem themselves? But there's a couple of players in that team for me that have been given chance after chance after chance yeah. after chance, yeah. and they're still not coming up with goods. Some, some, you know, you're like you're playing with ten men, yeah. and it's to me, it, they need, yeah, either needs a big rocket or they need dropping. Let's get somebody else in that's going to do a job and hopefully do a job better. It's, it's strange, isn't it? Because like earlier on when you were talking about, you know, Karen going forward and, uh, you know, going backwards is good. But then I think, has he been told that when we're attacking, you need to go up on the other side in case we switch play and Russell, you you know what I mean? It's like we, we, we point out, but actually maybe... Well, that break, that break, they had that right-hand side. Both Cadden and Kane had pushed up yeah. and he ran down that wing and I think it were Kane that went across and threw himself at him like a sack of taties that he were never, ever going to get anywhere near him. And I'm sure that that attack that I don't know, even if it were fullback for Portsmouth, you could yeah. see a smile on his face as he ran past him when he were laid on the floor. He were absolutely pissing himself when he ran past that bloke. And it's that sort of thing that you see on a Sunday morning. You shouldn't be seeing that from our players. Mm. You don't dive in. That's the first thing you tell your kids when they, when they're playing football. Don't dive in. Stand them up. Run with him. And he went straight across. Bump. Went, not got a prayer of getting ball. He's away, ball goes across, bang, it's in back in net. So, before Steve puts another log on the fire and has a cosy night... With no, it's gas. Missus, it's gas. It's gas. It's nice. R ruin it's that, gas. though, didn't he? Ruin that enough, one. <laughs> no, our lass is warm enough. She's all right. Right, that's very good. So She's red up, red up tonight, being out for a meal. No, she's not. She's not smiling at me. Not at all. <laughs> and so this is the chance then for Steve to prove that he's not only the funniest, but also uh, the best predictor. He did say 2-0 last week. I was going to leave it to land. So well done, Steve. <laughs> and so Northampton versus Barnsley. Steve, uh, I need a score forecast and the first Barnsley goal scorer. Big comeback. I think they'll be up for it. I think... If they're not ashamed of that first 45 minutes on Tuesday night, there's something wrong. I think they'll want to put it right. Uh, I'm going to go 3-0. And I could take easy option and say Cole, because I'm sure he will score. But I'm going to go Cosgrove, because I think Cosgrove will play. 
Ian? Um, I'm going to go 3 1 Reds. And. Um... <laughs> You're having three, you're having three one, Carlo, by any chance? Really? <laughs> I'm getting the way. Uh, I'll go three one. <laughs> oh, let me consult my crystal ball. Um, Cadden. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what am I? What am I reading? <laughs> oh dear. Right, so I've decided that every single match from now on till the end of the season, my prediction is going to be 3 1. That's what others would rather do. They put money on it and they make a fair bit over the season. So I'm thinking 3 1. Now, goal scorer, um, I, I thought Cadden because I think he's, he's due. I'll tell you, I'll surprise you all. Phillips. Anyway, you've been listening to the- <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he does. I hope I know, he does score. But if he I'll scores, you know it'll be, a, be, a be 30 <laughs> Yeah, but I'd be disappointed if he plays. Yeah. I'd be disappointed if he starts. I really will. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, three o'clock kickoff Saturday, Barnsley away at Northampton Town. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Steve will be back at home. Yeah. Ian will be where he always is. Back at work. Be- I've not been working this week, by the way. I meant to tell you. I didn't know if you if you knew. And and whilst we're on, and any golf this week? Or is it purely dog walking? What, oh no, purely. How's, how's the day Oh, purely doing not a great deal at all. It's there's like being pub, at work, isn't it? There's a, actually, yeah, it is. Funnily enough, um, there's a pub uh, twenty five yards from front door at Cottage, which is very nice and very hospitable. Um, so yeah, I've been drinking Sir Philip. Can't remember the name at Brewer, but Sir Philip, which were very nice. So, no, that's it. Done bugger all, to be quite honest. So, yeah, normal week at work. <laughs> um, Ian, back next week. Are you talking at all to our next opponent, the podcast, to give us a bit of insight on uh, how they feel about playing Barnsley next? Yes. So their um, their podcast will be out Friday. So we'll right. we'll share it. And it was um, a full lot about forty-five minutes chit chat about uh, all about the Reds and a bit about Northampton. And apparently, I, what I didn't know was Liam Roberts played for Northampton, and he'll get quite a good rea- uh, good reception. Apparently, the, the oh, right. uh, and I was saying about how well he's done for us as well. So I didn't know that. So he'll um, he'll probably have a point to prove on on Saturday, hopefully. Um, will he be uh, yeah. Will he be talking about Happy Valley? Have you finished it now? Oh, smashed it! Three series <laughs> in about two weeks. Would you believe? Here's one for you. Go on. I did the podcast with Northampton between eight and quarter to nine. We watched the penultimate one before it. I said, sorry, love, I've got a podcast to do. Did the podcast, went down and watched the last one. Boom. I thought you were going to say, I've got a podcast to do. You went upstairs, came back, suitcases, everything gone, all on his own. (laughs) (laughs) No, she says to me tonight, I said to her, I've got another podcast tonight. She went, oh, Stephen Carlo, you go up and have your laugh. Go and have your fill. Um, the Blacklist. I've started watching The Blacklist. Oh, it's good, Blacklist. Yeah, we really, like really it. Good. I'm behind everybody else, but yeah. Um, we'll you get be back... filled in end. <laughs> oh, have you not seen it? Oh, sorry, mate. We'll be back next week with the Reds Report part <laughs> of the TalkSport Fans and Network. Barnsley away at Northampton. Get behind the lads. You Reds. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping and Steve has stolen the last nugget. 
you're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.